0: Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order, use code CLUTTERFREE. Again, that's ActiveSkinRepair.com and use code CLUTTERFREE to get 20% off your order. You're listening to The Wannabe Minimalist Show with Deanna Yates, episode number 105. On today's episode, I'm chatting with Kim Hancher, a woman who turned a medical leave from her corporate job into a passion project that has become her dream career as a style coach. We chat about capsule wardrobes, getting out of a style funk, how to find your style, and much more. If you want to love your closet and feel better in the clothes you wear, you'll definitely want to listen to this episode. Hey there, my wannabe minimalist friend. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited you're here. Today is a good one. I love these guest episodes because I always walk away with new knowledge, and I just absolutely love that. So on the show today, we have Kim Hancher. Kim has a blog dedicated to teaching women 40 and over how to regain their unique style and dress their body type so that they feel confident doing something that you have to do every day, which is getting dressed. After 27 years in sales and marketing, she decided to turn her lifelong fashion interest into a career and help others learn to love the way that they dress. Kim resides in the San Francisco Bay Area with her husband and twin daughters. She loves the color green, bar studio classes, anything to do with healthy living, and she's also a certified health coach. She loves vegetarian food and a great purse. So anytime I chat about wardrobes, clothing, fashion, or style, it is super popular, and I know that today is going to be another one that you fall in love with. Kim gives us some great advice about statement pieces, and there is one really cool idea with looking at the clothes in your closet that was pretty new to me actually. And I love it. So I will definitely be trying it this summer. I do not want to spoil it though. So I won't say much more than that. So give it a listen. And when you're done, head over to wannabeclutterfree.com 105 to get the show notes for today's episode with links to Kim's website and all of the shops she recommends for staple items in your wardrobe. Again, you can find it all at wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash the number 105. And now let's get to our conversation. Well, hi, Kim. Welcome to the Wannabe Minimalist Show. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you
1: so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: It is my pleasure. I love talking capsule wardrobes, and I know we're going to dive into that today. But before we get there, for uh, my listeners who haven't heard about you before, please tell me a little bit about yourself and what led you to becoming a style coach.
1: Great. So I, after 27 years in corporate sales, I was fed up and I, I had, it was in a job that I was kind of struggling with. And while I was in that job, broke my foot and landed, with was my right foot. I couldn't drive. I couldn't do anything. And my company put me on medical leave and I was furious. And I thought, I am not going to sit here for six weeks at the beginning of the diagnosis. It was six weeks of you no know, walking, driving, you know. I thought I'm not going to sit here for six weeks and do nothing or just watch Netflix. So I got certified to be a health coach because I've always been super into health and fitness. And so I thought this is something that I'm interested in. I'm just going to, I'm just diving in. So off I went and then I decided to take B-School, Marie Forleo's B-School. Okay. And as I was going through the program, I was, you know, I, I began to understand that I wasn't I didn't have enough information to really make an impact to help people. Mm. And so in Marie Forleo's program, she has a, um, at the very beginning, it's called find that start the right business. Well, I flipped everything because I was going to have a component of style as wellness style as wellness, because I am a huge believer that your clothes impact the way you feel.
2: Mm. And if
1: you don't believe me, if you're having a bad day, go change and put on a real outfit and see the difference. And so I switched my whole business around and it's something I've always been interested in and into. And, um, you know, I'm always the friend that you take shopping for a special event, a wedding, a hot date, whatever. I was the girl. And so I just decided to make it a business and I did. I love that. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Okay. So we started going down the health and wellness, then you pivoted toward style. And Mm -hmm. so what is it about, let's talk a little bit more about that. Like, what was it that just, what has always interested you
1: about style? I think it is, it's my creative outlet. I come from very creative genes, but I always felt like I never got those. I can't draw, I can't paint, but I was always into fashion and style and changing my outfit up and making something look different. You know, one outfit look different, worn different ways, style different ways. And I, I get compliments a lot on my clothes and my outfits. And I think that people f- believe that you have to spend a lot of money to look a certain way. Uh-huh. And so I wanted to demystify that because i that's not true. I don't spend a ton of money on my clothes. I spend money, but I don't, I don't spend a fortune. I'm not designery. I'm not name brandy. I'm not high end. I am attainable style. And I really decided to focus on middle-aged women, because I feel like you get to middle age and it's hard because all of a sudden, you know, you're past your child rearing years and, you know, everything just sort of flattens out. And so you think that you can, you can just blend into mm-hmm. like, you don't need to stand out. You don't need to look special or different. And that's not true. So that's what kind of got me going. And there's, if you ever, you know, there's not a ton for middle-aged women in terms of fashion out there. Interesting. Um, and when you Google it, some of it's pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I thought that I could make more of an impact in that, in that realm. Got it.
0: Well, and I don't think any of us, as we get to 40, want to think I'm middle-aged, but if you look at the average lifespan, yeah, I am. And yeah, it's a little difficult. I don't really enjoy that part, Yeah, <laughs> but I will say that I, I feel like it is a mindset, right? A lot of it in terms of look, I don't feel like I necessarily dress like I'm supposed to for being 42. No,
1: no. And there's no rules. That's That's my big thing too. Like yeah. if you want to wear, you know, young stuff and they go for it who cares? It's, you know, it's all about um, expressing who you are. So style is showing up in the world as who you are without saying a word. You don't have to say a thing. You have your, Mm. you know, your outfit on your earrings, your shoes, whatever. And it makes a statement and you don't have to say one single word. And that statement can be anything.
0: And it Ah. does not matter.
1: Your age does not matter.
0: Very true. I also find it interesting that you didn't find yourself creative, even though style is very creative. I mean, it's it's 100% creative. I find that so interesting. But anyway, I'm glad you found your passion and I'm glad you're bringing it to us today. The other thing I want to talk about before we get too far into it is because I am a more minimalism, intentional living show. I want to talk about this idea about um, the fashion industry, because I think it can be really counter a kind of counter to this idea of minimalism because they're always pushing new stuff right the fashion industry is constantly pushing new designs new trends new colors new 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 and and so how do you
1: recommend that we balance
0: and reconcile those things together
1: yes great question so i am a big fan of and i tell my clients this too sitting out trends hmm. not every trend is for you for your lifestyle, for your body type, for your budget, whatever. So we don't have to get on that trend train and and ride it. If you want to partake in trends, there's lower impact ways to do that with accessories, bags, scarves, things like that that are smaller, make a smaller impact on um, our wardrobe, like our size and you know just the environment. But you know, sitting out the trends is a big way to to avoid that kind of fast fashion and i'm you know i'm really into capsule wardrobes and a big part of that is because you can have less and make more outfits you it's a it's an intentional way to structure your wardrobe so that you have fewer items but you know from those fewer items you can make more outfits than just buying randomly in fast fashion So I'm with you on that. And I um, you know, I am not a minimalist, but I do prescribe to some of the same theories. And one of them is a capsule wardrobe.
0: Okay. So what does a capsule wardrobe look like for you? I mean, do you limit it to the number of pieces? Is it just more that everything can mix and match? What do you, how do you define it?
1: So I define a capsule wardrobe as a set of curated items that all work together. So I don't put a number on it. Um, You can have multiple capsules because I think sometimes people get freaked out. Like I can't have just 33 items. Like I can't live like that. And I understand that. So what I do, like when I work with clients is we do your eight essentials. So the eight basics and those items plug into um, your different capsules. If you have different capsules. So you start with your eight basics. And then you add on, you choose color, you choose a color palette. So this is where people really get sideways is they wanna buy every color. Well, not every color works together. So I have them choose two or three colors that work together. And that is a part of that capsule. And then as they flesh out their capsule and they add their patterns and layers, they they have to shop in that color palette or something that goes with it. So let's say your color palette's yellow, green, blue. Um, you're not going to be adding in orange or red or purple because that's not gonna work. Pink? Yeah, you could add in some pink earrings or a pink sweater. That works with my capsule. But so this also helps with, you know, being a minimalist. it's gonna it's gonna reduce the number of items when you get to a store that you that are even an option for you. Mm-hmm. but it's gonna keep your capsule tight so that everything in there works together. Now, sometimes people want to do different colored capsules. Sometimes people do seasonal capsules. Sometimes people do vacation work, you know, weekend. So it's just really a way to organize your closet. You can have multiple. If you want to set a number for yourself, that's fine too. Um, Most of my clients don't do that, but they do massively reduce the number of items that are in their closet because it's so much easier to get dressed when your choices are limited.
0: And when everything goes together, then you don't have to worry so much. I mean, I absolutely love capsule wardrobes. I have lived with one since we, um, we traveled and I needed everything to fit in my suitcase. We were doing Europe. So I wanted to have slightly elevated um, items, but I was still a mom of a toddler um, the first time I went. And so, you know, I needed clothes that were flexible and, you know, not fussy, but that all went together and that would look nice and not be difficult and all fit in a carry-on. So it was, you know, it was nice to have those parameters set. And that was kind of my first dabble into a capsule wardrobe. And I just fell in love because it was so easy to get dressed in the morning. I knew everything would work together. We went so far the second time we traveled to have a color palette for the whole family. So that Mm. when we were traveling, we didn't have to worry about if our pictures would would look good or not I had gone to a friend's, we'd gone to a friend's party and um our outfits must not have gone together because she had um all these pictures on Facebook and ours was the one that was like black and white and every like not Hello. everybody else's but most everybody else's were in color and I was like oh we must have really clashed that day because for some reason our picture isn't in color and everyone else's is like <laughs> popping and I was like, okay, so maybe we need to fix this. And that was one of the things we did was we did a color palette for the whole family. You know how life doesn't stick to a schedule? Well, why should your paycheck? That's where Earn In comes in. It's an app that lets you access the money you've earned right when you need it, not just on payday. Imagine this, your dog suddenly needs a vet or your kid has a little accident and needs a dentist, ASAP. We've been there and waiting for your payday in those situations, just doesn't make sense and it adds unnecessary stress. With Earnin, you can pull up to $100 per day or up to $750 each pay period directly from your earnings without the crazy fees or interest rates. It's super simple. Download the Earnin app, verify your paycheck, and get access to your earnings as you earn them. You decide what to tip and whatever you use gets settled on your next payday. More than 3.5 million users are finding relief and a sense of security with EarnIn, calling it a lifeline for financial stability. That peace of mind, it's priceless, and it could be yours. Ready to give it a try? Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the EarnIn app, type in clutter under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help out the show. That's clutter under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC.
3: No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first time or second time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.
1: I have a a client who did that. So I worked with her and she had three girls and we got her color palette set up, her capsule set up and her color palette. And then the girls, it, it, it went downstream to the girls.
0: Huh? Interesting. And she's
1: like, it just makes my life easier.
0: Like, it makes 100%. sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we don't really do that now. I'm a lot more neutral. I mean, now as I've d- gone more towards minimalism, I'm very neutral and very, you know, black stripe, white, green, a little bit you know lots of denim neutral colors um and my daughter is always our pop so my husband's the same he's a lot of like just darks grays you know we do our laundry and i'm like all right yeah and then hers is pink and purple and every color <laughs> of the rainbow and i'm like she's our pop of color <laughs> she's your accessory she is my accessory it works it's funny yeah. okay so let's talk a little bit about you were talking about setting up a capsule and i think a lot of it comes down to style. So do you have any tips for helping people define their personal style?
1: Where do you even start with that? Yes. So I start when I work with my clients, I start with words. So I have them choose one word. So I I touched on this before clothes have a lot of feelings or they give us feelings. Mm -hmm. So they make us feel certain ways. It can be good and it can be bad. Mm -hmm. So we want to focus on the good. And so I have my clients choose one word that they want to feel when they put their clothes on that becomes one of our North stars. So if this, if I have this dress and I've had it for ages and I paid a fortune for it, but every time I put it on, I feel frumpy. I feel ugly. I feel dowdy. Well, guess what? That goes, that item no longer serves me. When I go to the store, if I put something on, that's like all the rage and everyone's wearing it and I put it on and I feel like an idiot. I don't feel my word. I don't buy it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's my, that's, we start with that word and then we choose three visual words. So for example, mine are current pull together and effortless. So those are the words I want to see reflected back to me when I look in the mirror, when I'm dressed. Okay. So I have a client pick three visual words. And again, when you're cleaning out your closet, when you're going through things that you own Um, if you don't see those words reflected back to you, when you look in the mirror, they go, when you're at the store, when you're making a purchase, if you don't feel those words, they go. So it helps you kind of define the look you're going for. So the look becomes kind of your style. So that's the first step. And then the next step is I have, I, these, um, I call them style concepts and they're just ways to wear your clothes that look best for your body and all that sort of thing. For example, I'll just give you a couple of them. I have 10 of them. The first one is, so we are trying to emulate this hourglass shape, right? We don't have an hourglass shape, but we're trying to to look that way ultimately. So we have to trick the eye to do it. And the best way to do that is to create that in and down, curve at the waist and then back out. So that's with a V at the neck and a cinch at the waist. So a V at the neck can be a t-shirt, a necklace, a scarf. You can wear a cardigan. It creates that beast drawing your eye in and down. And then the cinch at the waist is just that you can belt something you can do, you know, like a little, you can do a full tuck. You can do a little front tuck. Now I get a lot of pushback on the tucking because everyone wants to hide their middle. Oh, I love a front tuck. A front tuck (laughs) hides your middle. If you had like on my bloated days or days and I'm just like, ugh. I do a little front tack. I blouse that sucker out. Yeah. And so you see, all we need is a little piece of that waistband Hmm. and it makes the eye go in at your waist and then back out. So it's creating that hourglass shape. Um, Another one is white space. So any good piece of art or design has white space. It has a place for your eye to rest. So think about your outfit as your design or your piece of art right? We were talking about Mm -hmm. it's creative. Um, so you don't want wall to wall fabric wall to wall, meaning your body on your body. So roll your sleeve up a little, undo a button, create that white space. It makes a big difference. So if you've got the turtleneck and the thing down to here and the tights and everything, and there's no white space, your eye has nowhere to rest. And it's just, it's dizzying.
0: So I just want to jump in here and make a language adjustment. I'm sorry I didn't notice this right at the time of recording, but I want to replace the words white space with negative space. I realize that words can be really offensive and that is never the intention here. And so hopefully we can agree that allowing some breathing room and some negative space for our skin to show a bit can bring interest to an outfit. Okay, thanks for letting me clear that up.
1: Accessories. So a statement piece. So every outfit should have a statement piece. So it, it just needs to be one thing. And so for today, I don't know if you can see it's my earrings. Those are my nice. statement piece. I have a black dress on, I have these earrings and it just looks like an intentional outfit. And a all I did was add something.
0: Yeah. Quick question for you. Can my hair be my statement piece? Like on my 100%. days where I do my hair, can that be a statement piece? 100%.
1: Okay,
0: good. It's my favorite accessory. Cost me the most money. Yeah.
1: Well, cause it's what, and it's your statement piece. You'll start to know. Cause you're like, what's a statement piece. I don't know. Is this a statement piece? Yeah. It is the thing that people comment on the most. Okay. So if you're not sure, put something on and just see people say, Oh, I love your hair. It's so pretty. God, it's just gorgeous. I would kill for your hair, by the way, I have to keep mine short. Cause this, well, we want to get into that, but um, <laughs> it is gorgeous. So hundred percent, those are kind of the things. So then once you start understanding, you know, what you want to look like, what you want to feel like, what you want to look like, and then doing your best to use these style concepts, to put it all together, you start to define your style. It starts to come out. I have my clients take pictures because sometimes you don't really know, and you don't know what's Mm -hmm. good and what's bad. And then all of a sudden they'll start to see a pattern of the things they're wearing, what they're grabbing, how they're putting it together. And then they eventually oftentimes create what I call a uniform. Ah Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Talk about getting ready fast.
0: Yeah. So let's talk though about that uniform and if it can change, because I'm not going to lie over the last couple of years, style really has shifted toward comfortable and I'm a big Mm -hmm. fan of comfort, but I'm also starting to feel a little bit frumpy. And it seems like my old go-to's that used to bring me like that. I used to just be like, yep, bam, pick that. I'm good to go don't necessarily bring me the same pleasure that they once did. And I, I don't know. I put on a couple outfits this week and I was just kind of like, okay, well, so what happened? I mean, obviously our styles can change and trends change. So over time we're going to start to like different things, but what do you suggest when someone's dealing with kind of this style from?
1: Yeah. So get, get in touch with your words. Okay. <laughs> so think about your word. Like, how do you okay. want to feel? Because it is probably different than it was three years ago. We've been through a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> We've been through a lot. Collectively. Yes. Yeah. So it's different now. What you want to feel and what you want to look like. So get back in touch with those. And then my challenge to you is to, um, so we wear 20% of our clothes 80% of the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know this, right? You're mm-hmm. a, a, a minimalist. Um, so my challenge to you is to wear things differently okay. together differently. So an easy way to do this is to section off some of your clothes. So we're in summer now, get a chunk of your summer clothes, put them in a space in your closet, mark it off like I'm working on these clothes this month. So wear an item, when you return it to the hanger, you hang it backwards. Mm-hmm. That is not to be touched for another month. Saying if you have a pair of shorts that you you always go to, you put those have a folder, put those under the folder, okay? So now what we're doing is forcing you to wear different things together because, oh shoot, this black shirt that I wear with four of these pants is now on the do not wear hanger. I got to find something different.
0: Interesting. So Okay. You're gonna I like st- that idea.
1: Stretch your brain a little bit. You're going to, you're going to figure out some new ways to wear things. You're going to find gems in your closet that you may have forgotten you had, and you're going to highlight the duds. The duds are going to become crystal clear to you because you're going to keep passing them over. Like, oh no, Oh, no, 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 no. It's just the things that no longer work for you with your other things. And it's time for them to go. So it's a fun little challenge and a way to kind of get your spark and do it with your jewelry too. So, you know, dig deep the stuff that you save for special events, pull it out, wear it to pick up, just try new things, try new items together.
0: Okay. That's fun. That's a fun spin. Cause I know the hanger trick, right? Like, so as you wear something, you hang it backwards. And then after six months you look and you say, okay, well, these things I haven't even worn. So these are the things I can get rid of, but I love the idea of I've worn it and I can't wear it again until I'm out of clothes. I'm not going to say a full month. Cause I don't know that I could go a full month. I don't think I have enough clothes to go a full month, <laughs> but so I'll modify that for myself. But I know a lot of people listening would have enough clothes to last for the full month. So I love that idea of it's already been worn. And then once it's already in the laundry, just put it off to the side because you know, you've worn it. So don't even put it in your closet to be tempted. Um, that's a really fun trick. That'll that fun. I'm going to try that and see how hey, it goes. Very let cool. me know. Thanks. I definitely will. <laughs> Okay. So let's get into, you talked a little bit earlier about not having to spend a lot of money. So I have a couple questions here, but we'll start with the one to the naysayers who say, of course, well, I mean, if I had unlimited money and an unlimited budget, it'd be easy to create my dream wardrobe. I, no problem. I could have a you know capsule wardrobe would be easy to do. So what do you recommend to keep costs down or how do you recommend we start building a wardrobe if Funds are not unlimited.
1: Okay. So I've touched on some of this already, but it's important to repeat. So, first of all, when I work with clients and we do a capsule wardrobe, oftentimes we start with the clothes that they have in their closet. Because if you go through the list of, you know, like the essential items, almost everyone has them. So, there's really, you know, if you want to start there. Mm-hmm. And then accessories are a huge way to impact your clothes without a huge expense. So you can find things that, um, you know, are not expensive, that A, can be your statement pieces, can be your pops of color, all those sorts of things that will completely change the look of an outfit. Because I'm a, you know, I'm a big fan of having, you know, fewer items, but higher quality. mm mm-hmm. Right, and so then I get the layers and things like that. Maybe that's where you buy less expensive things. Maybe that's kind of your your Old Navy grab or something on a, a cute sweater or something that you know is is not going to last, but it's fun and trendy. But again, accessories, scarves, um, lipstick, hair, you know, things like that. Your hair is expensive, but you know you can do <laughs> some of the other stuff is not super expensive and it will make an impact and will change up your look. Yeah. So okay. that's what I have my clients do. I, I worked with a client who, um, who did not her She was gifted my services. And um, so we, she was on a really tight budget because a lot of times we do the, um we do the essential eight. And then if there's gaps, well, she had gaps and, but she had to save up to buy those, you know, the certain items. And so we were very intentional about how we were going to change her look and she never wore jewelry, but she had all of these cute earrings and necklaces and things in her, cause she was giving people gave them to her. So she started wearing them and she always thought that she just wasn't, she felt she wasn't fancy enough. And I said, this is not fancy. They were little tiny ear, you know, but it's mm-hmm. just, it's a lot of it is mindset, mm-hmm. mind blocks about what you deserve and what you're supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And so we just have to clear that out, you know, yeah. and, and reset it and, and add these small little things. Like accessories and, you know, if you don't have a budget to to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. And let me tell you, very few people do have the budget to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe.
0: Perfect. Yeah, I agree. I don't think we have to throw it all out and start from scratch. I think everybody has things in their closet that they do like. Um, and I think, yeah, I think if you just start with the right building blocks, you can definitely add pieces on as you go, or that's what you can use those gift giving holidays for guys. (laughs) You can request very specific items. Um, so absolutely. Okay. Very cool. So where are some of your favorite places to shop? Maybe you have a few that don't completely break the bank. Maybe you have a few that are eco-friendly where would you suggest people shop? And obviously it's going to depend on their style. So that's going to be a big caveat, but.
3: let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks.
1: 100%. But I, I have a handful of favorites. Okay. Um, so one of my favorites is um, Shaburu. And she is, so she drops things in capsules. So, okay. everything goes together and she does a very thoughtful job of, well, everything in the capsules that she drops goes together, but she does a good job of running a thread through all of her things. Hmm. So, she does um, uses dead stock fabric. She has a micro, uh, well, she has two lines. So, for the one line, she uses dead stock, fab, dead stock fabric. She has a micro factory in LA. She lives in LA and they have a micro factory in LA. They pair it pay a, a living wage. So they do all of those right things. And, um, so she, she drops those capsules. Here's my tip with her stuff. If you see something and you like it, buy it. Cause she runs out because it's mm-hmm. dead stock fabric. And then they, they can't make more.
0: What is dead stock fabric for those so of us that don't know?
1: the last bolts of fabric. So some someone else bought, you know, like a big designer bought uh-huh. lots of it and they just have like four bolts left and that's it. Oh, and so okay. when she finds it and it goes to this it used to go to a graveyard, so to speak, a fabric graveyard. She goes to these places, shops those fabrics and creates her her dresses and jackets and blouses from these fabrics. Got it. So it's limited. Uh-huh. But it's it's obviously an eco-friendly way to create new things. It's yeah. fabric that wasn't going to go anywhere anyway. Okay, cool. Um, and she has some beautiful things. She so the other line she has is her more affordable, and it's ready to made, ready to wear. Excuse me. And um, they she works with a uh, family owned uh, factory in China, so it okay. does come from China, but it's a small factory. They pay a living wage. She's very involved in what happens there, so she's you know very eco-conscious, and it's different, fun stuff, hmm. which I appreciate. Um, Classic Six New York, another small brand, and she is very capsule-focused. So she started with just six pieces. She has grown since then, um, but they are incredibly well-made. These are a little more expensive, but incredibly well-made, and everything in her her line can be worn with everything else and so she does things like she has a a boucle a white boucle jacket where the arms zip off so it can be short sleeve and long sleeve oh that's fun she has a dress that's three tiers so you can zip off the different you can have the a maxi a midi and a mini so she's very creative in that way so she's another one of my favorites kuyana which is a um You may be familiar with them, but they are San Francisco based. I live in the Bay area, the San Francisco Bay area, and they are San Francisco based sustainable brand. They have beautiful leathers and just classic pieces. This is where you want to get your trench coat and your black dress and those sorts of things. She has very few clothing items, but they're all gorgeous, well-made, timeless and beautiful leathers and hats and things. Um, Those are kind of my big ones. Everlane is a really good one for basics. Uh, okay. you know, more affordable, but again, you know, the good solid basics foundation for your, your capsules.
0: Very cool. Okay. Well, I'll make sure I get the links from you for all of those shops. So we will list them in the show notes. So um, people can go there and check those out. Those sound really interesting and definitely two that I have not heard of before. So yeah, great, for bringing those to the table. That's awesome. What tips do you have? I'm sure we've, I mean, we've, talked about a lot and this has been super helpful but maybe one last thing about how we can reduce our closet overwhelm you've t- you've given us a few tips but what's an e- an easy way to get out the door in the morning and maybe it's that uniform how do we even think about getting to that stage
1: getting out the door in the morning is um, my clients that have that create their capsule have the easiest time because mm-hmm. they know it's all everything there's, you can't go wrong. Everything in there is just going to work. But if you're not into a capsule, if that's not your thing, that's cool too. But you just need fewer things. Fewer things is going to help you get out the door. You need to do the trick that I shared with you, Deanna, about, you know, with your closet and going through and turning things around on the hanger so that you really know, Everything in here, I like, and everything in here works with at least three other pieces. And if that's not the case, then it goes. I always have my clients have a laundry basket or a shopping bag in their closet. So the second they know they've made that decision, they fold it up, they put it in ready for donation. Mm -hmm. Um, But all those things are just going to make the space clearer for you, easier to see and be more creative. Totally
0: Okay. I love that. Yes, I do the same thing for people. I recommend the same thing for people having um yeah a donation box around the house. So as soon as you see something, just get rid of it because you you don't want to have to touch these things more than once because the more you touch them, the more you second guess yourself, the more you go, "Oh, but maybe you hem and haw you kind of you make excuses and you rationalize why you should keep something when really, you got to go with your gut instinct and just know that you didn't like it the first time it's, you're not going to like it the second time. You know, even if you get it out and you try it again, it's not going to get better. So just go with your gut people. (laughs) Um, 100%. Well, Kim, like I said, this has been fabulous and you've given us some really amazing tips and really fun things to think about. Um, so where can people find you? Cause I know
1: they're going to want to reach out Great. So Kimhancher.com, That's my website. And I also have a freebie for your audience Great. and it's um kimhancher.com slash capsule wardrobe freebie. So it's just gives you the steps to building your capsule wardrobe and fleshing it out a little bit. And then once you're on my website, you can get on my email list and I send out, I do blogs every week and I send out tips and tricks and all the fun kind of stuff. So
0: fantastic. Yeah. Oh that's yes. great. So um yeah we'll make sure we have a link to that in the show notes as well just so we make sure the spelling is correct. Um great. and so yeah that's fantastic. And my favorite way to end all of these interviews is with three rapid fire questions.
1: So the first one is what does minimalism mean to you? It means having the right things not more things. Oh I like
0: that. That's a good one. Um and Number two, what is your, well, one of your favorite pieces of advice that you'd like to share today that maybe we didn't get to?
1: One of my favorite pieces of advice is to have fun with fashion and and your style. It's not serious. You're not saving lives. Just, you know, push yourself a little bit, have fun, be creative with it, and just try something different that you wouldn't have tried and see how you feel, see how people respond to you, see how you respond to people responding to you. Just go for it.
0: Oh, fun. I like that one. Have fun. I do really like that. And I, I do think we can all take ourselves a little too seriously sometimes. So especially now when things can be just a little more tense than they had been a few years ago, maybe we all just need a little bit more fun in our life. So good one. Mm -hmm. And the last question, number three is what is making you happy right now or in this season of
1: your life? My girls. So I have 12 year old girls who are going to be 13 in July. And they are just at a really fun age. I know it's going to change soon, but <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> They're at a really fun age. They're very different from me, mm-hmm. which is bizarre. So I'm girly girl, always been into fashion and, sh- you know, shoes and jewelry and stuff. They are sporty spices. They play all the sports. they their idea of high fashion is the free t-shirt they get from the dentist. and <laughs> I, it's, it's really, um, challenging to me. Like I have to really push myself because it's, I'm like, this is their style. They're expressing their style and I let them do it, but they're really fun. They're just at a really fun age and independent and, you know, doing their things, but then they still want to hold my hand. So
0: yeah, I love that. I want to be so sad. My daughter doesn't want to hold my hand anymore. I know. Maybe that won't go away. It it may not. I mean, they're 13 and they still do it. So that's great. Well, Kim, thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, I just hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much, Deanna. This was great. All right. Cheers. So what'd you think? Do you agree with a lot of the stuff Kim said? Did you learn something? I absolutely loved it. I think right now, so many of us have spent a lot of time in our home over the past few years. And I think cumulatively, we are ready for a style revival. And these tips will be a great way to dive back into our closets, find our favorite pieces, and be open to letting go of those things that no longer serve us. Thank you to Kim for joining us on the show today and for sharing some great advice. And as always, I wanna thank you for joining me too. If you made it this far, I would be absolutely thrilled if you left me a review on Apple Podcast. Your reviews make my day and it helps me be able to book more guests on the show for you to discover and to learn from. And don't forget, you can get the links to Kim's website and the resources we discussed in the show notes on my website at wannabeclutterfree.com slash 105. Again, that's wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash the number 105. All right. And with that, I will leave you for today. I hope you have a fabulous day and I hope to see you back here next week for another solo show when I will be discussing how to live with a spouse who doesn't want to declutter. You won't want to miss it. I'm Deanna Yates and you've been listening to the Wannabe Minimalist Show. Cheers.